Alright guys, welcome back to Yenzer's Talking Sports. My name is Brandon, this is my co-host Jeff. He is excited, football is back. It's what back, baby. Excited? Yeah. It is hey, back. Do you do fantasy football? No. I don't have time yeah, for I that. I don't either. My wife would flip out if I did. I have all kinds of people asking me to get in on their fantasy leagues, say, you know, 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the inclination. I just, yeah. I don't care. It, it's, a, it's a commitment. I, I only add, like, because it's that season, too, where the drafts are starting. I had somebody mention it at church, like, two weeks ago. When I was there. I'm like, man, everybody does it. But anyway, so we're going to talk about the Steelers, but quick, our, our obligatory uh, Pirates talk. Lost again today. <laughs> Lost the series to the Mets. Quinn Priester's been a disaster. He's sent back to Indianapolis. Is <laughs> <laughs> there anything else? I don't well, I mean, some of the young guys are starting to hit. That's yeah. good to see. Not, not uh, now. The other guys need to hit. Like Cutches and hitting. Uh, Key Brian Hayes looks good. Davis is hey. hitting. But I mean, hey. it's like. Go ahead, man. No, I'm just gonna go with what you said. Um, Hayes is hitting really well. Uh, the last week or two. Uh, Reynolds is starting to hit hit another home run today. He's up to 18 now, I believe. Um, that's about it. Pagaro's hitting uh, the shortstop. Uh, it's been rough, man. Sawinski's and I don't know what's going on with him. He did have a double today, but he's still striking out about you know three times a game. So oh, yeah, so the guys who were hitting before have like quit hitting, and now the young kids that are up. They're starting to hit, but now the other guys are like, where's Davis? Where's Kutch? You know, they're just not hitting. They're, I don't it, understand what's struggle. going on. It's a real struggle. Um, There's been some regression uh, from Davis and Andy Rodriguez, even in the field some. But we will end this Pirates uh, segment here on a good good note. Number one draft pick, Paul Skeens. Another inning made his uh, single-way debut last night. They pitched him an inning. Strike out a hit, uh, no runs. So we got that to look forward to. And it sounds like they're going to let him pitch about 20 innings um, this year in the minors. He's already pitched like two. So um, he's not going to go long, but he's been dominant so far in his well, two good. innings. <laughs> That's what we need to see. Yep. But on to a more hopeful topic. Let's go. Let's talk about the Steelers, man. On to the Steelers. Do you like my hat? I do like your hat. I was gonna say something about it. Well, I've got my I've got a training camp shirt on the way. But uh, nice. I've had this hat sitting in my locker my uh closet for a while now. Figured I'd break it out. I forgot it was there. Hey, what better time anyway. than now? Well so anyway, we played the Bucks first preseason game and uh we look good. I mean not like the Bucks started any, uh, you know, front liners, but Pinkett went out. I mean, if you want to see a guy do well against a team that's not playing their starters, he went out and he torched them. That's what you want to see. He was six or seven for seventy yards and a touchdown. 
I mean, it doesn't get no sacks. He rolled out of pocket. He was look always looking downfield. He's not running as much as he was last year. He's starting to read through his progressions. So it's a good thing, man. He, he looked good. Yeah, I'd say that's what uh, kind of jumped out to me. And we were talking off air. Like, I would say I don't know how much you can take from – like, he should dominate. Uh, Tampa only played one defensive starter. Nobody in the secondary. But, like you said, six to seven, 70 yards, 10 yards average uh, per attempt, which I think that was one of the knocks on him last year was he wasn't thrown downfield. I was checking down, throwing short. Um, so to see that in double digits is very nice. Well, if you read it, if you read anything about what they've been saying, he's he's put on some muscle. His arm looks better. His arm looks stronger. Uh, he just looks crisper. I mean, but uh, like I'll go back to it. If you're not going to start your starters for Tampa Bay, you should get torched. Now, let's look at the other, the other three quarterbacks. Mitch Trubisky, one for four for 10 yards and a pick against the B squad. So, I mean, so what does that tell you? He, he was out there for four, whatever, and he got pulled, and that was the end of that. It does. I don't I, know what to say about that. Yeah, well, the thing, okay, so I was surprised. Obviously, they brought Rudolph back, and if they managed to extend Trubisky, I, I would think at his age and his pedigree, he would want a chance to start somewhere. Um, what do you think about them? I see. I, I could see them trading one of Rudolph or Trubisky. I would think Trubisky would have a little more upside than Rudolph. And keeping Rudolph, you got a guy who's been in the system now, uh, what five years? Six, might be a six shot. I don't know, but um, like five years. So what do you think about trading one of them? Okay, so the problem with Trubisky is this. Who wants him? There's not a whole lot of teams that want him. I mean, I would have even said the Bucks would take a look at him, but Baker Mayfield looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they all he was what? He was eight of nine. He was eight of nine, sixty-three yards in the touchdown. Trask was six of ten for about a hundred yards and yeah. a pick. But I mean, you know, Wolford looked a little bit more poised. He was what ten of seventeen for a touchdown, one hundred and eleven yards. I mean, so you know. So where do you put Trubisky? I mean, I mean, you you'd have to like with the contract, he has to be the backup. I I don't know. Um, I don't have his contract pulled up, so he's only twenty eight. You would think he would be the guy like between him and Rudolph that anybody that needed a quarterback would have more interest in Trubisky, which I think would like I said would be okay. I mean, we know what Rudolph can do. I think he's a capable backup. Um. Trubisky, you you know what he can do. I mean, we saw it last year. He lost the job a month into the season. So, uh, but you know, with his draft pedigree, his age, still upside. I, I guess maybe if somebody gets hurt, you could shop one of them. I don't know what the return would be. Maybe what fourth, fifth round pick or something. I don't know. But um, well, I don't know what we do. I mean, I I only see us carrying three quarterbacks. 
Uh, I believe Tanner Morgan is probably going to be relegated to the practice squad. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I know they're naming Trubisky as the backup, but he's not putting up backup numbers. So, you know, I mean, this is a prime opportunity for Rudolph to really show what he's got. And hopefully he does. I've been hard on Rudolph. I I feel like I haven't seen anything from him since we drafted him. So this is going to be his best chance for a backup role. And if he can, you know, clean up the game a little bit, he had two sacks. But if he can clean up his game a little bit, he might be he might be a starter somewhere if someone goes down. You know, and, I mean. Um... With Rudolph, like, I'm not as hard on him as a lot of people. I thought he actually played really well until Earl Thomas knocked him out in Baltimore, that cheap shot. Um, I don't think he was ever the same after that. And then there's the uh, Miles Garrett attempted murder situation on him. So, like, he's he's had an interesting career um, for sure. But I do agree with you what you said there. I I think Morgan, uh, they'll try and stash him on the practice squad. He didn't look good. And again, full disclosure, I didn't see the game. You did. I'm just looking at the stat lines and uh, what I read, the recap. So, uh, stat line not good for him, though. No, Morgan looked like he he looked like a pure rookie who was, uh, you know, out of his depth. But that's okay. He's got time. I mean, but for me, Rudolph always looked a little bit too hesitant. Like, not like he doesn't know what's going on, but. He doesn't trust what he reads. I, I, I can't figure it out. He just I mean, doesn't look confident, and he just doesn't play with any kind of real poise. He's been nearly murdered twice. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, you know what? Funny. Like when, when Earl Thomas knocked him out. Do you remember that? And then they couldn't. The card didn't have the battery charge, so they had to have guys like. He couldn't even stand, like, hobbling him off the field. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. I don't know. Well, let me talk about the running backs because that was a little bit more interesting because there's been a lot of buzz about Anthony McFarland, and I've been really hard on him too. Um, yeah. Since drafting him out of Maryland, I felt like he's done nothing. And being that Matt Canada was his – you know, guy, I mean, I expected to see a little bit more of McFarlane. And this, you know, this year in in camp, he's been a star, so it really translated into the field. He had six yards of carry. He had a touchdown, yeah. which which looked like he got someone, he got the linebacker to bite, and he just walked it in pretty much. Uh, Warren looked good. Uh, they're doing some cool stuff with Calvin Austin. He had two carries for 23 yards. I mean, he just looks fast. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Even, even from the catch from Mason Rudolph where he went 67 yards, he had to slow up for the pass. I mean, he is fast. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to what he can do this year down the field. That's the, uh, I mean, going back a couple episodes, that's a guy probably most excited to see what he can do. I just like fast players. I mean, 
you talk about um, like teams like Cincinnati, you know, they got Jamar Chase, but then they got guys like T. Higgins, you know, that are just speedsters, and it just adds something to your offense. So um, hopefully, I, I'd like to, I don't I'd like him to be that third receiver, but I think this year is probably maybe the fourth, unless Robinson really doesn't work out, which um, I get you say he didn't play the other night. I didn't see him on the stat sheet. <clears throat> I think Allen Robinson is a steal. That kid's a stud. I mean, he's a more proven commodity than Calvin Austin. I mean, so I think you're going to see Calvin Austin. There was a stealer a couple of years ago that was really fast. That didn't really have much of a root tree. And I, I can't remember his name, but. That was the kid from Florida, wasn't it? I didn't play college for the Gators. I know who you're Something talking like that. about. That was his whole and, thing with speed. And and it, one of the things that stuck with him his whole career was speed kills. And speed does kill. Yeah. And Calvin Austin's got it. He's fast. So that's yeah, up with a better arm. You know, I think Rudolph will be able to find – I mean, uh, not Rudolph, but Pickett be able to find him down the field. So, yeah, that's exciting. So out of the running backs, you know, I got to say that uh, I know Najee is the, the workhorse, but Najee better have a good year. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go out there and say he's got to have a good year. Because there are a couple behind him that, uh, you know, when it comes to re-signing him, he may not get that fifth-year option. You know, and that's the thing. Like, to me, Najee Harris has been steady. He hasn't been spectacular. I mean, he was banged up at the beginning of last year. But I think the last month or so you saw what he could bring to the team uh, out of the backfield, running and catching. The problem for Najee, I think, is – if he was drafted in the third round, you'd be talking about, oh, we got a we got a good player in the mid round. Yeah, know, we got a steal. The first round draft pick, and when you draft a running back in the first round, you you got to have Emmett Smith or or uh, Barry Sanders or even Saquon Barkley. I mean, you know, he he was you know looking for a contract, and these are first round guys. So Najee hasn't been in that category, so I think that's what kind of sours him on people. Well, that that hurts him, unfortunately. And there was something that uh, I'm going to go say LeVon Bell. I don't know if I mentioned it before. But Bell said he liked his style, reminded him of him. And he said that uh, one of the best things that LeVon did was he lost about 12 pounds, 12, 15 pounds. They made him quicker. So... And he's suggesting that Najee might want to go the same road, lose about 15 pounds. Yeah. So he's just a little bit quicker. I mean, I, I, kind I, like, of a, I like Najee, man. He's he's a good, seems like a good kid. You know, I mean, what his story, he was homeless and he ended up at Alabama, first round draft picks. So, I mean, uh, I'm definitely rooting for him. So going receivers, I'm not even going to mention Pickens because. He had the one catch, but that was a touchdown. And he, you know, that was a good throw. It was a good move. You know, he got between the two defenders, and he was able to cut up the field for the touchdown. But uh, going behind him, I like Connor Haywood. He looked good. Uh, Dante, of course, looks better. Um, and Washington looked really good. 
Now, I will say, I was pretty disappointed in Akeem Butler, Granoslewski, I mean, Cody White. I mean, they just, these people aren't showing up in training camp or in the game. They need to really stand out, and they're not doing that. Well, I, I'm not a gunner guy. Um, I know it came from the Patriots, and that kind of carries its own little mystique. And uh, But surely we can find somebody better than him to return kicks because that's really the only value, I think. I mean, he's not – he'd be like sixth on the wide receiver depth chart. So special teams is really all you're getting with him. Like I said, surely um, – he's on – wow. He's only 26. I thought he was a lot older than that. No, but anyway, not. surely like Austin can return kicks or, you know, somebody like that. I feel like he's been on a roster for like years. Dude, he, I thought I could have swore he was like 30. <laughs> so going to the quarterback, so I get a couple more of these in. Uh, Pierre, I don't know. Pierre had 10 tackles. He led the team in tackles. Um, nine solo. <sighs> I don't know what to say about Pierre. He needs work. Uh, DeMarvin Leal looked really good. Uh, I think you've seen, I think there's a new name for the slot cornerback, and that's going to be Elijah Riley. I, I'm going out there and saying he's probably going to win the slot cornerback. He looks very much like uh, a guy we had that went to the Bengals. Oh, yeah, Hilton, Mike Hilton. I liked Hilton. I thought we should have paid him. Um, He looks a lot like Hilton, same size, same aggressiveness. He's got some of the same timing to get to the quarterback. Uh, Keanu Benton looked really good. I mean, Nick Herbig almost had two sacks walking out onto the field. And before he stepped out, no one was doing anything. And someone wrote on one of the the blogs. So it was pretty mundane until Herbert came out and said, hold my beer. Let me show you how <laughs> this is done. And uh, went out there and put up two sacks. Uh, Quan I, Alexander looked great. Uh, he was he was hit with a, a roughing call, but I like his energy. He's all over the field. He can hit. He's laying the wood out there. So that, that was good to see. I I like Quan. I wanted Quan Alexander last year actually because uh, well, it was after Tampa. What he ended up signing with the Jets, I think. I feel like the Steelers did have interest last year, but I'm glad he, like you said, um, he hits people. He's fast, so that's good. But uh, Herbig, I think, is going to be a Steeler fan favorite. He just seems. I mean, I know he did the, the interview. He said he was born to be a Steeler, and he certainly looks like he was born to be a Steeler. So. Um, I think he's going to fit in just fine as far as, you know, one of the fan favorites anyway. So I'm going to give a shout-out to one more. Right. We had a pick the other night. That was Trenton Thompson. We just signed him from, uh, I believe he played for the Giants. And uh, he goes out there, and what does he do? He steps in front of the ball and makes a pick. I mean, what can you say? I mean, the kid yeah, looked good. 25. I mean, so... I, there's a lot of people that need to step up, and it's it's going to be bad if they don't. You're right. He did come from the Giants, by the way. 
So that's about it. Yeah. So I'm going to wrap it up with that. We have another game coming up. Who are we Saturday playing night. next? You got Saturday night against Buffalo. Um, yes, sir. I'm not sure if I'll be able to watch it. That's, I'm going to be out of town again this weekend. But um, we'll be back recording early next week. So uh, with a recap of that. and I don't know if there'll be any pirate news. No news is good news, but well, definitely Steelers. The news might be depressing. But anyway, <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Brandon. He's my co-host, Brandon. Hey. And we will see you next time on Use Your Talking Sports. All right. Take Have care. Have a good night.